This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here's the 0-1. Hit off the hands, popped up, right side foul ground, racing over Stassi. He gets there, makes the grab, and that is the ball game. This is another Astros podcast. The Houston Astros use a big seventh inning to defeat the Baltimore Orioles tonight, 10-6, as the Astros have won four in a row, and they're now 5-1 and one on the year. Astros victorious tonight by a final of 10-6. Pleased to be joined now by our player of the game, joining us from the Astros dugout, Jake Marisnik, pinch ran in the seventh inning and wound up scoring the go-ahead run on George Springer's RBI double. You know, you come in those situations all the time, Jake, and, and you're really good at them. Uh, what, and you stole a base as well to get into scoring position with nobody out. Really key sequence before the Astros broke the game open. Um, yeah, you know, uh, that was just a good all-around win. Reddick obviously had an had a unbelievable game and uh, got the crowd going. But, uh, I mean, when I'm getting in there, just looking to looking to get on, on second for these guys coming up behind me. You know, sometimes, Jake, I can't tell you from Joey Gallo, it's either home run or nothing <laughs> until tonight. So thanks for distinguishing that. Uh, yeah, I'm mixing mix a single today. That was, that was good. <laughs> I, I felt good. And when you come in those situations, you, you're able to get the tough stolen bases. Getting a steal, representing the go-ahead run in the in the seventh inning, that, that's a tough steal. What, what do you think is, is key for you in those situations? Is it all about your preparation before you come in? Um, it's the it's the preparation. It's the uh, I mean just just being loose. Um, early in my career, when I'd come in, in that situation, I'd be too tense, too worried about getting thrown out. And uh, once you once you calm down and you try to you play the game and have fun, it, it, it comes so much easier. Hey, it's not easy to calm down when you see that rock that you receive before the ball game. How sweet does that <laughs> ring? Oh, that thing's unbelievable. They did a great job on it. Um, I mean, I, I I don't think any of us really cared what it looked like, but it, it is awesome. It's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. All right. Hey, Jake Marizna, congratulations on the team win. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Well, hanging out with A.J. Hinch here, and it's an anniversary of sorts for A.J. as we sit here in the coach's office 20 years ago today. Uh, A.J. Hinch with his first major league hit. (laughs) Fifth inning, (laughs) Oakland A's. 1998, April 4th. You remember it, don't you? I do. I remember because it wasn't my first game. I noticed you didn't say my debut. You said no. my first hit. It first took me. Hit. It took me a couple of hits, but I or a couple of games. But David Cohn, I remember it well. Um, That's a good one, hit. by the way. It is a good one to write on the uh, write on the ball. But uh, twenty years ago, wow, that's a uh, feels like a lifetime ago. But you remember it uh, like it was yesterday, I'm sure. I do, and, and it's it's and baseball has a funny way of making you remember everything. I cannot remember an appointment I have, or I cannot remember <laughs> um, a few birthdays that are close to me. But I can remember the two-two pitch, or, you yeah. know, from a particular game in in 1999 or 2000 or 2002. But um, you know, baseball selective memory. Did you even have a cell phone back then, 1998? So I, that was the first year I had a cell phone. It was about the size of a computer nowadays. Yeah, brick. Yeah, it was a big, a big monster phone. Um, but you know, actually in 1998, I, I, I was getting calling cards to call 
my then girlfriend, my now wife, Erin, and and we'd have to go to the convenience store to get a calling card to use the hotel phone because you didn't want the upcharge. So my how times have changed. They have changed a lot. So you didn't get all those text messages that a lot of guys get. How about Josh Reddick yesterday? I mean, he scares me a little bit. He's like that little Frankie uncle that we whisper about before he comes over for the holidays. But man, he comes up big. He knows how to play, and and I, I he's a he's a hidden gem behind the scenes with the tone that he sets. Um, just with his his demeanor, his competitiveness, his preparation, you know, he he's a he's a vocal guy behind the scenes. Um, you know, turning into a fan favorite and and someone who's signed to be here, uh, his impact. You know, when I when he, when he signed here, Bob Melvin, who I've known for a number of years, mm-hmm. told me that if you if you had nine Josh Reddicks on the field, you'd win a lot of games. Wow. And, and and over the last year year plus, I, I see why. And it looks like he could pull up his britches and bare knuckle fight, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's somebody people mess with. Like you're equally, uh, you know, pumped for him, but also scared of him. Talk about different guys on this team. I want to ask you about one word: attitude, and what it means to you, and who it best exemplifies that. Um, well, what it means to me is is a mindset. You know, I think our our guys are um, have an incredible way of posting every single day, mm-hmm. and. Um, we're around each other all the time, so we see the good days, we see the bad days, sure. we see the middle me, mediocre days. Um, but an attitude, I think there's a, there's a competitive attitude, which I think Reddick is is probably the best example of that. Mm. Um, and then there's the consistent attitude, and I think George Springer is the best example of that. Where every day we show up, whether it's shortly day game after night game, or whether it's um, you know just a random night game, uh, those two guys really exemplify attitude. You got a little different lineup today, and that'll happen a lot during day games. But JD Davis gets to start at first base. Fisher will be at the back end. Uh, Carlos Correa is out there again. You said that yesterday, and you held true. Yeah, we wanted to give Carlos two days off, and, and the best way to do it is is a day off today before the day off tomorrow okay. uh, on the schedule. So, um, plus the night game on on Friday, it's almost like two days off. So I, I mean, two and a half days off. So I, I think. Uh, health kind of drove that decision. You know, you'll see a lot of this happen over the course of the season. Day games, George Springer, DH, and today. Yep. Uh, probably this weekend I'll get Altuve a DH day on the Sunday day game. Um, when I have a chance to get the guys off their feet for part of the time but not take their bat out of the lineup, uh, moves like this are made around day games. Dylan Bundy, opening day starter for the Orioles. You face him today. He had a great game, seven scoreless. He's tough. He's really good. And, and um, obviously high high draft pick from, from Oklahoma and – um, is, a, is a kid who's had to find his way through from being a top prospect to being questioned on whether or not he was a starter or a reliever mm-hmm. uh, to now having some high-end stuff. He's going to throw some change-ups that at any time he's got a high-end fastball when he needs it. Slider. Um, slider's good. His, yeah. his, his demeanor is good. He's a little competitive sucker, man. He's, he's not going to back down against the lineup that, uh, you know, that, 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 that needs to put up good at-bats against him. All right, A.J., uh, get, got a chance for a sweep today. Good luck. Thank you. Appreciate Robert it. Robert Ford joined by Garrett Cole, Astros pitcher. An impressive debut for you on Sunday in Arlington with uh, seven innings, giving up the one run, striking out 11. And uh, watching from the radio booth, it seemed like you just got better and better as the game went on. Did you feel that way? Yeah, I thought the command started to improve, um, you know, as we got a little deeper into the game. And, um, you know, that's always a good sign. So you came over to the Astros in a trade in January, Astros trading four prospects to the to Pirates to, to get you. Where were you and what were you doing when you found out that, that you were going to be a Houston Astro? Um, I was in Paso Robles with my wife and a bunch of friends celebrating her birthday, and we were wine tasting on our fourth winery of the day. Uh, <laughs> and so I got a couple phone calls. It was some sketchy service, but 
um, you know, we were just really excited and thrilled for the opportunity. I know there had been rumors that you might be traded, all that. Were you surprised at all that, one, you were traded, and two, that it was the Astros? I was. I guess I was probably more surprised the first time when it was, like, the fake trade because it was, like, kind of all, all over the media. Um, you know, the second one was just kind of like a sigh of relief, I guess, that it, that it was actually real. Um, so, you know, and I don't know. There had been so much stuff swirling over the past couple of years in Pittsburgh. Um <laughs> You know, you were kind of just prepared for anything. You had been with the Pirates your entire professional career since they drafted you first overall in, in 2011. What's the transition been like from for you going from the only organization you'd ever known? It's been great. Um, the players here have been really welcoming, and so is the uh, so is the organization trying to make me feel comfortable and um, get me acclimated to my surroundings. So um, it's been really easy and. Um, fun transition. Um, we've had a lot of had a lot of fun with it. So you had only faced the Astros once in your career, and that was in Pittsburgh. You'd never pitched in this ballpark in a regular season game, but you did pitch here as a freshman at UCLA. The Bruins were in the College Classic in, in 2009, and you got to start against Baylor. Unfortunately, you lost that game. But what do you, what do you remember about uh, that first outing here? If you remember anything? Yeah, I, I mean, I just remember, um, you know, just it was it's cool to. To be in a different city, uh, being a large city as a as a 19-year-old, as a as a college freshman, so um, pitching on a big league mound is always something that you treasure at that point in time. I mean, you never, I guess, stop treasuring it, but um, you know, you have very limited experience uh, as a 19-year-old pitching on those those type of surfaces, and so um, you know, it was just really exciting there there weren't a whole ton. there were a lot of fans but there weren't as many fans as there will be this evening yeah um but uh no it was, it was an enjoyable experience i don't think we fared too well uh i think i had to take a final while we were out here um but yeah something like that was it the first time you you pitched in a big league ballpark um we did a little some scout ball games in anaheim a few times which is pretty local um but it was it was one of the first for sure you had a great career at UCLA before being picked by the Pirates first overall in 2011. You got drafted in the first round out of high school in 2008 by the Yankees. You were the 28th overall pick. You don't see too many high school kids get drafted in the first round and, and not sign. What made you decide to, to go to UCLA at that time? It was just a really calculated decision by um, my dad and I. Really, we just kind of sat down and tried to quantify like what a degree from UCLA was worth um, versus, you know, potentially what I would be getting uh, in the bottom half of the first round. Um, so, you know, you, you think about um, going to school for three years and getting an education that I, I, I wouldn't have been able to, you know, get if I if I didn't play baseball um, and just try to take advantage of that opportunity. And, and ultimately we thought that, that – you know, kind of getting that out of the way and still having a chance, obviously, to develop and grow as a as a player and as a pitcher under Coach Savage. And, and you know, that program um, was the right way to go. Garrett Cole, thanks so much for joining us. So glad you're in an Astros uniform. <laughs> I am too. Thank you. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 